Happy October 11th, everyone. Welcome to the Midwest Horror Network's October 2020 special, where we discuss all of the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episodes. I'm Brandon, and with me, as always, are the inventors of the glory hole. Right, David's going to give you something for that one. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I award you no points, and may God have mercy on yourself. Yes, our audiences are now dumber for listening to that. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon has no shame. All right, so this is Treehouse of Horror 11 from season 12. Kind of an interesting intro this time. We have The Simpsons as the Munsters. That's pretty cool. That was pretty cool. I liked yes. the redesigns of like Homer as the dad, of like Frankenstein's monster dad. Yeah. Marge as the vampire wife, Lily. Bart as the little werewolf. Lisa was just a regular person holding a book about copyright law. <laughs> I, that's the one part I caught. I'm like, I love that. And then the townsfolk appear and murder the family, except for Lisa, because she's normal. And she just kind of slinks away. <laughs> that's it. That's her intro. Quick. Little clever. I like the black and white. Me too. It's good stuff. Yeah. I love it. it. it was it's because I'm a big fan of the monsters. I don't like black and white. I only like color. Shut up, Zach. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, that brings us to our first segment. Giga Ghost did a dad. David. Ghost dad. Or should I say, did a David. Ghost dad. Presented <laughs> by the ghost. Tell us about ghost dad. Yeah, true. Hey, ghost, tell us about ghost dad. Uh, Homer's. Yeah, breakfast. Ghost David. Tell us about Ghost Dad. True. That's a different story I'm not going to get into. Because <laughs> it'll piss me off. Uh, anyway. You're right about that. You you go sit in the corner now. <laughs> Zachary, go in timeout. You're, you're in timeout now. Oh. Son of a bitch. I know. You did a Brandon. Go ahead and talk about upset. All right. Um... Homer's reading newspaper and um, checking out his horoscope, and his horoscope says for that day that he is going to die. Which is oddly specific for a horoscope. <laughs> yeah, you are going to die today. Or and also, um, somebody handsome at work is going to compliment you, and he's trying to figure out who. He hopes maybe, it's Lenny. Yeah, he hopes it's Lenny. And then Marge checks her horoscope. <laughs> yeah, Marge just feels very uneasy about Homer's horoscope and checks hers. And hers, her horoscope was, your husband's going to die today. <laughs> so now she's really fucking worried. At this point, terrified, essentially. Um, so he heads off to work um, where everything's trying to kill him, essentially. Uh, at one point, um, a pickaxe falls through, um, flies through his uh, windshield and hits him in the head and sticks. And then he ends up uh, showing up at work with a rattlesnake on his arm. Which Lenny compliments. Which, yeah, Lenny compliments. He got his compliment. Yeah, but, you know, it's okay because it'll tire off. Apparently he's nature's uh, quitters. Yeah. <laughs> ah, snakes. Nature's quitters. The insult to all snakes. After that... They bet that he heads back home for the night and he's eating dinner, broccoli and some other shit. So he takes a piece of broccoli and that's how he dies, essentially. He chokes on... Death by broccoli. Yeah, death by broccoli. It's one of nature's deadliest plants. It tries to warn you with its terrible taste. <laughs> yeah. The rattlesnake doesn't do it, but broccoli. They, and everything else doesn't do it. Yeah, broccoli's gross. 
So, I know it's one of the few veggies I actually like. So really? do I. I yeah. like it too. It, it's funny. Most people hate it. I love it. Yeah, it's yeah. especially cooked. If you like eating trees, go ahead. Uh, uh, yeah. to, to eat your own, sir. To eat uh, your own. Rabbit food, man. Okay. The uh, <laughs> fuck you. I like my rabbit food. The uh, yes, you do. Look, rabbits have good taste. All right. Fuck carrots, but go broccoli. Anyway, David, what happens <laughs> next? <laughs> um, he turns into ghost dad. Uh, he ends up going to heaven um, but he meets St. Peter um, at the gate and St. Peter realizes that Homer has not done a uh, good deed in his life and is given 24 hours to do a good deed for him to enter into heaven. So goes back to earth to fulfill that so he can go to heaven and he's going around town looking for a good deed to do. He he sees... First um, he tries the broccoli again. Oh yeah, yeah. He goes back home and tries the same broccoli he choked on. Goes back to heaven to St. Peter and says, Yeah, I ate the broccoli again. You now have 23 hours. <laughs> Probably the whole, the funniest part of the whole friggin' episode. Him eating the damn broccoli again. But anyway, he's looking for a good deed to do. He sees uh, Principal Skinner's mom trying to cross the street. And he, see, he thinks it's a good deed to do and help her cross it. When he sees a bunch of uh, Boy Scouts trying to accomplish the same thing. And he rushes and grabs... Principal Skinner's mom lifts her up in the air and she's flinging, um, terrified because she doesn't know what the hell is happening. She's just floating, essentially. see my bone. <laughs> yeah. Essentially seeing up her freaking skirt. Kind of, yeah, definitely the uh, disturbing She wiggles moment. herself free and falls to her yeah. demise. Death. Whoops. Which is messed up. But funny. And then he sees um, uh, Bart being bullied by Nelson and tries to help. By spooking Nelson, and Nelson's like, "Who's that?" He's like, "This is, you know, a ghost or whatever." And grabs Homer's ghost and starts giving him a noogie, <laughs> and he pleads Bart to help him. And then Bart's just like, "No," <laughs> and then leaves. You realize he has one hour left, I think. Yep, or one minute. One minute left to do a good deed, and he's by city hall, sitting on the steps, and there's a carriage, a baby like stroller going down, headed towards the street. And uh, incoming traffic, and he, she, he, the baby's crying, and Homer gets frustrated with the baby crying and picks the baby up, essentially saving the baby from being hit by a whole bunch of buses and cars. And the and carriage his, explodes. Yeah, because why not? Then he, watched a lot of random explosions these past few days. We certainly have. Yeah, Torg would be proud. He did its good deed. He goes to heaven. Saint Peter. Wasn't watching because he was busy reading the newspaper. Whoops. Send, whoops. Sends him straight to hell where his torture is getting a noogie from Satan. Then Homer's too loud and wakes up John Wayne. For, for <laughs> some reason. I thought that was the yeah, laziest was, fucking ending That ever. was really random. That was so stupid. Yeah, yeah that was pretty stupid. Like, yeah. you had a decent, like, hell thing with the donuts and shit like that in that one episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you get really just pathetically lazy with this. Like... Nothing landed. Nothing was funny. And even Satan just looked basic. Mm. True. Yeah, a little bit. I, I miss Ned Flanders Satan. That would have been hilarious. Oh, yeah, that would have made would. sense. It's like, oh, fuck, I gotta spend the rest of eternity with Flanders. W- would have been a, a good callback, too. Exactly. Great callback. Great callback. Like a huge yeah. missed opportunity. Like, what the fuck? James Hell Brooks or whatever the fuck his name is. What were you doing? Yeah, that was pretty lazy. It was an okay episode. The, yeah, it was, it was decent. Yeah, it not was, the best, not the worst. 
The uh, I, I think these last like three episodes, the first segments have been just simple and quick. Yeah, oh, if it, and fair. the third episodes have been fun and longer. I, I'll and, agree. Yeah, I would agree with that too. At, at least if they're going to be bad, they're fast. Yeah, yeah, they, you get through that them is fast. True. You know, so they're like, oh, okay, well then that's done. The, I think this is one of those I'm gonna add into the pile of I'm not gonna remember when when this is all over. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'll, I might. Agree. I might remember it because of the title, because because it's a cool title, but. Ghost Ghost. I think that's a weird title. The it is a weird title, but it, um, but I think like, it doesn't seem fitting. Like that's another problem I'm noticing with a lot of these episodes. The titles don't fit the fucking stories. Yeah, there's a little bit of that going on. The uh, there is certainly a little bit of that going on, especially with the uh, I know with some of them being titles and some of them being title designs, which can be a little misleading. I'll, I'll agree with that as well. The end of that you that you were like uh, uh, fly versus uh, versus fly. Yeah, it's like th- you don't do that and not expect me to think spy versus spy. spy, especially for the era you're doing it in. Are you kidding me? They didn't have. I don't have any issue. The only one was the starship poopers. That, that yeah, one. just pissed me off. Yeah, that was that made zero sense. Yeah, whatsoever. I was expecting yeah. a, like Star parody. Troop, I yeah, starship yeah. poopers. Yeah, like which would have been you know made sense. I think I probably I would love that. Um, I would have loved it I don't if they know would if have I would have right. loved the yeah. Simpsons Starship Troopers, but still, I love Starship Troopers. Dude, and I, what we got was movie. great. It was like, just, it was a shitty title. Yeah. You didn't even get, like, they didn't even do anything with the propaganda, like, do you want to know more? Like, yeah, come they, on! They could have done at least one joke. Yeah. yeah, definitely at least one joke with that. But, you know, what are you going to do? You know, again, Brandon said this at the beginning, I agree with him, which was some of them are going to be, are, are going to be really good, and some of them are just going to be really forgettable. It's, can't be it's, it's thirty. Yeah. It's thirty. We all can't be as bad as the Raven. Again, though, it, you know, it, it's thirty. It's thirty-one episodes, or about to be thirty-one episodes. Thirty as as it stands right now. Yep. Not all of them are going to be good. Yeah, that's thirty-one episodes, three stories per episode. We're looking at ninety-three stories total. Exactly. Plus a couple. Yeah. Plus intros. Plus a couple wraparounds. Exactly. So not all of them are going to be winners, and unfortunately this is one of those that's not really a winner. It's not really a loser either. No, not necessarily. Uh, it's just like kind of a... It's kind of there. Eh. But you know what the funny thing is? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to remember the losers and winners more than I'm going to remember the ones that were eh. The, um, uh, like Zach's going to remember the Raven forever. The, he's going to remember how much he hated it, but he's going to remember it. So that, you yeah. know, the, um, uh, and again, there's a bunch of them that we've already passed that I, I there's some of them I can't, can't even remember. Yeah, some of them yeah, I can't. I yeah. So, I mean, this is one of them. Definitely one of them. Yeah, episode two was, episode two was pretty cool though. I forgot what was episode two. Uh, that was the one with the fairy tales. Yeah, so, oh, the grim fairy tales. Yes. yes. Next up we have scary tales can come true. And I had to look up online what this one was called. Because that title's on screen for like two frames. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, they have an issue they, again. I think this goes back to they have an issue with titles. They uh, really segments. do. Like if it's not one thing, it's the other thing. Like if it's not that the title doesn't make sense or doesn't fit, it's like it's done in two seconds. Yeah, like it was on the title of a book that opens up and it's like it's really just like the book fades up on screen and opens right away. So, so yeah, but yeah, uh, go so on. So this is obviously a take on the uh, Grimm brother, uh, uh, Grimm brothers, to- brothers stories. Grimm, brothers Grimm stories. Um, uh, the um, in this case it would be Hansel and Gretel uh, going um, being Hansel and Gretel, Hansel and Gretel um, being played by Bart and Lisa. Um, they start to uh, venture out into the forest and run into a couple different magical creatures. They don't really venture out; it's more like 
Homer has an, <laughs> gets fired from his job as an oaf. Oh yeah, and because they're worried about no, food. he got fired from his job as an elf because he's an elf. No, yeah. elf. No, he was fired because he was fired because he was an elf. No. But he was fired from being an elf. He wanted to. No, he was fired yeah. from his job of being an oaf. I'm pretty sure it was an elf. David, it makes Mark? no sense. I I, I, I don't know, man. Because an elf then, at some point, but I think he wanted an occupation Bart as an elf. Because that he'd be a dunce for his job. So Homer got fired from his job and basically was neglectful of his children. And even Lisa made a joke about that. Like, well, they're not really good parents. Yeah, uh, they uh, found their old brother and sister skeletons. So yeah, basically, wait, why am I recapping? You're the one that needs to be recapping. (laughs) Exactly. Who's driving here, buddy? Um, Clearly not you. I thought you were. And then apparently I took the wheel from you. And And now I want it back. Uh, so they they get basically abandoned by Homer, um, and then end up wandering throughout the forest. Uh, they run into a few different magical creatures, but Lisa just so happens to have the actual book of fairy tales, so she can actually use it as reference, which is which is kind of nice. They come up to a uh, to a bridge, and she says, "Don't go on the bridge. There's an ogre under there." Troll, troll. Sorry. How do you get that one like messed up? That's like the most basic. Yeah, he's got you there. That's true. The uh, so troll, which is played by Mo, um, and he comes out <laughs> and tries to, and tries to scare them, and he's like, "Oh, I always come on too too strong." The, that's so why I'm alone, desperately lonely. The uh, <laughs> it's pretty much the entire story of Mo. Uh, yeah, poor Mo. So yeah, poor Mo. Anyway, uh, so they ended up they end up venturing into another house that they discover is actually. The three bears, um, uh, and uh, and Bart probably does the smartest thing I've ever seen in a Simpsons episode. He goes to the different forages, and and there's literally one that's too hot, and one that's too cold. He's like, doesn't take a genius to figure this out. He literally takes the cold one and pours it into the warm one. I'm like, that. I think that's the smartest thing I've ever seen, maybe even in a cartoon ever. The um, and I'm like, this is great. So, and by the way, the funny thing is. When the bears came in, they had the same design as that the children's book, The Bears, which is about a family of bears. It's literally the same design from those children's books. Hmm. You guys may not may not remember those, but they were actually like there's part of the same collection as like Franklin the Turtle, like the same company that did those yeah. books did did like fairy tale oriented books, and they literally had ones that were three bears. And they had the same. Um, same hats and same outfits that they walked in with, and I'm like, oh, holy shit, that's crazy. Um, but uh, but they uh, they end up um, Lisa ends up figuring out that they're in the three bears' house, and they go, oh shit, uh, and they run out of the house. And uh, Bart, I think Bart or Lisa puts a um, a chair up to the door so the bears can't get him. I'm like, I wonder what happened to Goldilocks. Then she gets up and then gets confronted by the bears and fucking eaten. She can't escape because there's a door. Which, by the way. In this particular episode, like I'll say this, like it's there's a lot more violent things that go on um, than I've seen in other episodes, which is kind of nice. Like especially this yeah. one, like there was a lot more violence um, in in this one, especially in the next segment and this segment. There's a lot more gore oriented things or violence oriented things. I mean, obviously not to our standards because we have very high standards for that. However. It is a lot more violent than other episodes that I have seen in the past. 
So, um, uh, so Bart and Lisa end up, uh, you know, uh, pers- you know, continuing their journey, and they stumble upon the uh, the witch from their story, uh, who is has a, a candy cane house. Um, and Bart Bart's like, I'm gonna go in, like, because I'm gonna follow my gut. Yeah, that stands to reason. And they walk in, they end up getting chained up. Uh, Bart's the one that's eating all the cake and candy and getting fattened up, and he's literally basting himself. <laughs> um, and Felicia's like, can you at least not do that? Um, uh, so they they both end up, uh, you know, insulting her, saying, you know, you're so lonely out here. I bet you didn't even have a boyfriend. She's like, I do. It's, um, what was the guy's first name? George. George. George Cauldron. They, I remember the last name. But um, uh, Lisa's it, just like, yeah. My, can you hook me up with Eddie Ladle? <laughs> Which is great. Um, uh, and and then they uh, they get in a little bit of a struggle. Uh, uh, she attempts to throw Lisa into the oven, but then all of a sudden the wall gets eaten by Homer. Homer's here to save the day. Um, the witch yeah. casts a few spells at him, which change him his certain body parts into different animals: um, a fish head, broom hands, chicken legs, rabbit ears. That too. Um, quite a few things, uh, and then they get into a struggle, and they finally throw the witch into the uh, into the hole, a huge fire, and then wouldn't you know, George Cauldron shows up for their date at eight o'clock. <laughs> Is Suzanne ready? The, she will be in about twenty minutes as he turns oh, nice. the, the setting to high. Uh, and then the episode, uh, the segment, excuse me, ends uh, with. I would say, hey, we may might be poor, but at least we have a never a never ending source of food. And then Homer proceeds to lay, but in this case, it appears that he's shitting out an egg. Um, uh, he looks like he was in pain. A too. lot of pain. Um, and that's how they get all of their food. And it looked like he was essentially experiencing childbirth, which technically is he, correct. Yeah. The um, uh, so that being said, uh, thus concludes the end of this particular segment um and i actually enjoyed it i thought it was yeah. fun yeah. there's there's some fun things going on um and the animation was was pretty good in this one and like i said it was it was especially in the goldilocks section it was a lot more willing to be violent yeah Very i like, much like I the, the three Brothers. bears i like the rapunzel bit Oh my god! Ooh, that was painful. Completely when, forgot about when Homer the... was climbing up her hair and her head just slams against the window. And by the way, I don't know if you caught it. Like, not only did all of her hair come out, her scalp yeah. came out. You could see the red just yeah, like red. drop. And he's like, mm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna push this into, into the bushes. Um, and then because I'm a sadistic freak, when they threw the witch into the oven and she was just screaming in pain, I thought that was hilarious. Of <laughs> course. <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty great. Uh, yeah. You were not the only one that laughed. Everyone did. No, nah, it was kind of basic. Uh, so, but yeah, it was a good episode. It was a lot of fun. The, um, it was, it was. I had fun with it. It was dark. Did you though? Like the Grim, yeah. like the Brothers Grimm, and that was exactly what it was supposed to be. Didn't so. that wasn't that a movie at some point? The Brothers yeah. Grimm. The Brothers Grimm. Yeah, Matt it was. Damon and Heath Ledger, directed by Terry Gilliam. Was that Heath Ledger's last? Or no. like no, no, that was the uh, no. um, the Doctor uh, Imaginary of Doctor Parnassus. Yeah, another Terry Gilliam movie. It was actually pretty pretty good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Check that out. Rest in peace. Indeed. The uh, so David, any thoughts on the uh, the Brothers Grimm? Yeah, it was fun. I enjoy this one a lot, especially that um, Rapunzel bit that seemed kind of freaking painful. 
And then, like, no remorse. It's like, eh, I'm going to kick this over here. Just, just kick it in the bush. Weird. It'll be fine. Yeah. Fine. It's just a little red. It's still good. It's still good. <laughs> did, did you just make another Simpsons reference there? That's the only reference I remember from my childhood. <laughs> I don't remember Slowly what happened. Converting. It was all a... I remember is they were at Homer's work. They launch a fucking turkey or a, a pig. It was a or pig. A pig. It was Lisa ruined Homer's barbecue by um, disposing of his pig, and it ended up in the lake, and he. It was going and he was like, this is a little dirty. It's still good. It's still good. And then it ends up in, it ends up in the river. chasing this fucking thing. Ends up in the river. It's still a little slimy. It's still good. It's still good. And then it gets wedged in this crack in the bridge of the water pressure. Builds up and just launches into the air. And I was like, it's just a little airborne. It's still good. It's still good. <laughs> Bart says, it's gone. I know. <laughs> and then you have Mr. Burns talking to Smithers. And they're just looking out the window, and Mr. Burns is off, and he's like, you know, Smithers, I feel like donating a million dollars to the local orphanage. When pigs fly, and then they just start laughing, and then they see the pig just... (laughs) Would you be donating that that million dollars now? Mm, I'd rather not. (laughs) (laughs) Any last thoughts on segment two before we move on to our last one? The, uh, the, certainly the most interesting one. Zach... Zach, tell us about Night of the Dolphin. Oh, boy. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> once again, Lisa causes the end of the world by releasing a dolphin from SeaWorld, and it ends up starting the Dolphin Revolution. She's literally the, the quintessential no-good-deed-goes-unpunished example. I, yeah. I, I don't remember... Le- I, I always remember Lisa being, like, the smartass of the show, but I never remember her unintentionally causing so much bullshit in the world as well. Oh, but so it's like, much. It makes so much sense the more I go back and think. It's like, wow, she really fucked up? But yeah, so, you know, they're at SeaWorld. They're watching a dolphin show. Uh, the announcer's just like, go and pet the dolphin. And everybody just swarms into the freaking pool and starts abusing the dolphin, just like pulling on it, petting it. I'm like, Jesus Christ. What? What? Your, av- your average experience at SeaWorld. No! <laughs> No. They wouldn't allow me to get in the shark tank. Remember, How come they get in the dolphin Springfield tank? Springfield is a town that riots on a regular basis. <laughs> I guess so. This is very true. But yeah. So Lisa releases it back into the wild. And apparently this dolphin is like king of the dolphins or some <laughs> shit like that. So yeah. He's yeah. just like, no, fuck this. They maybe do tricks. Let's, let's, let's go fucking start a revolution. A crab hears this. Eyes open wide and just runs. He's like, no, I ain't being a part of this shit. So yeah. Uh, the dolphin revolution starts. Apparently, dolphins can walk on land. Yep. Yeah, like they're marching in formation. You got the classic, uh, just like hunt two, three, four, hunt two in dolphin language. One gets caught in a net. It's like, oh my god, the nets, the nets. The king dolphin grabs the net and then slaps the dolphin and calls him a dumbass. It's like, are you fucking serious? Come on. And you then, laughed. It's just like, yeah, they start, you know, killing humans, uh, taking over. They go into like town square or town hall or whatever figuring out what to do the dolphins come invade and uh yeah the dol- the king dolphin can talk apparently thousands of years ago the dolphins once ruled the land and walked amongst the humans till the humans said fuck you you get into that water and you live there you little porpoise bastards to be fair i can see our species pulling something like that i'm not gonna disagree <laughs> but still 
Why did you wait this long? We love dolphins. We could coexist. I think. I mean, they're trying to rape people these days, but still, that's be, that's besides so the, the King point. of the Hill episode about that. Why does that not surprise me? Yeah, yeah there, there, there's there's always a King of the Hill episode about that. Did it involve propane? And it's King of the Hill. It, it so, always yes. it always involves propane. So yeah, and propane accessories. Homer's just like as, as Hank would say, everything is about propane. All of life lessons. The uh... so yeah. <laughs> Homer's just like, fuck these porpoise bastards. We've ruled this earth for thousands of years. We're not going to let them take it. So fuck these salmon-loving bastards. Let's go kick their ass. They open the door and it's essentially a scene from the birds. <laughs> just really dolphins. Really well done, by the way. Literally just dolphins yeah. everywhere. Just giving them the death stare. They start walking. Homer turns around. No, we're not going to fucking take this. And then they all start beating the shit out of the dolphins. And it's just a good like three-minute war. Uh, Bart shoots a cork into one of their blowholes and essentially suffocates them. And then <laughs> they get this one charging clash scene and then, you know, all the humans are just stuck in the ocean now because the dolphins somehow won. I fucking love Homer's line. He's like, well, I guess the dolphins wanted it a little bit more than we did. Yeah. <laughs> what I don't get is, we beat them thousands of years ago. We have so much advanced technology. Now we can't? Hey, Zach, don't try to, don't try to logic this one, buddy. Well, like, I mean, the war started in Springfield, and you know the intelligence of the average Springfielder is, um... Homer. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Dude, you know something funny? This actually one kind of got, it kind of got quite a bit violent. Yeah. Like, 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 like those dolphins were ripping through, especially like with, they uh... they tore people in half. Yeah, they, it, it was no uh, fucking around. They killed Kent Brockman with a beach ball. Yeah. <laughs> Sea captain, they tore him in half. The, and then also, too, dumb uh, Willie. They, they yeah. literally went through the Poor window Willie. and through him. Yeah. Like, they decapitated oh, the squeaky voice teen in the drive thru. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, Any I, way to get out of work. Yeah. Um, and then we ended with King Kodos getting shoehorned. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I Perfect. can't believe they didn't allow us in the episode. Hang up the phone, they might be calling now. Phone rings. Uh huh. Uh huh. One second. Do we want to do a commercial for something called Old Navy? <laughs> work is work. <laughs> Which is how I'm kind of feeling right now. Yep. You're not yep. wrong. Yep, yep, yep. I forgot. Was it Sears or Old Navy that Old completely Navy. shut down? Okay. Oh wait. oh, wait. That shut down? Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember. It was, old, it was Sears, man. Oh, Sears. Yeah. Sears is long gone. Rest in peace. And then there was one joke in this episode where we just had to look at Mark. Oh, that's right, the news broadcast. Okay, so yeah, um, the news is being broadcast. Uh, the news guy, or whatever the hell his name is, he's uh, starting to say, he gets ready to start telling everybody about the dolphin invasion. But uh, I guess two dolphins infiltrated the news station and are holding his uh, camera guy hostage. And he, the dude just holds up a sign, save me. And he just he's, the news guy just stops what he's saying. He's just like, we're being invaded by the Italians. You know, those dirty, <laughs> rotten, intelligent <bastards>. Italians. <laughs> those goddamn Sicilians are taking over. <laughs> and then everyone in the room just slowly turned their head and looked at Mark. And he's just like... Fuck me. Fuck all of you. The, <laughs> the uh, and, then, and then Homer was like, was like, uh, um, uh, intelli intelligent Italians, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> and I'm like, you do not have a leg to stand on, Homer. Fuck off. The, uh, oh, it's fucking great. Oh, I it love it when Italian jokes pop darn up. darn good.
The uh, yeah. doesn't matter what the Italian joke is as long as Mark's in the room, it's hilarious. <laughs> oh, perfect! It was actually a really good episode. I highly enjoyed it. Um, yeah. That is one I liked that, it too. That is one I will remember. The um, uh, and I actually remember it because it was funny and it was creative and also and it, it had some suspense to it too. It had some suspense to it too, and it was actually violent. Like there was actually some horror to it, and I was like, oh shit, this is actually really good. So it was a very well crafted segment. Yeah. I enjoyed that segment, dude. Again, I'm I think I, I'm gonna go back to my original theory that I think that the third one has it has probably a higher count of the best yeah. segments. If we go back and you know and tally all of the you know, all the ones, which is funny because it started out as the first one usually being the best. Yeah, yeah. and then now the first one's kind of like just like as quick as we can get it done. I think then, an, another funny moment for that uh, dolphin segment was. Um, the baby dolphin being trapped. Oh yeah! Oh, by the uh, soda can holders or yeah. the plastic. Yeah, and then bites Lisa. Lisa. Yeah, yeah, Lisa frees the the thing's mouth, and then as soon as she does that, of course, it bites her in the yeah. arm. It's like you it son a, of a bitch. It was at that moment where I thought like Lisa was just gonna punch the dolphin. Oh, she, like, she was, was at ready. That moment, she was ready. She was definitely ready. The uh, you're about to see Lisa get a violent side. It's like holy shit. <laughs> yes. All right. So. Funniest moment of the episode. Mine would be mine is Homer eating the broccoli again. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I think mine would probably be when the crab overheard the dolphin's plan and he just looks at the camera and he's like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, fuck this, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out, yo." No, second. He's got that casual look on his face. He's just like, "The uh, I'm gonna have to go with, I'm gonna have to go with a tie between uh, George Coldren uh, showing up at the at the end." And uh, and then also the Italian joke because it was pretty fucking funny. That would be second place for me because you know uh, Italian jokes yeah. are just great. Dude, I, it was a, it was a good fucking joke. I can't yeah, I my, can't lie. Can't my second lie. place is the um, dolphin getting trapped in the net and then the leader just slaps just him in the face. That's my second. Pulled a general patent there. Um, <laughs> yeah. My like, funniest yeah. moment is between the witch screaming in pain in the oven. <laughs> such a sadistic bastard. It, eh. it really cracked me up. I don't know what that says about me. A lot. Such or, a basic uh, way to kill somebody. Or uh, the Rapunzel bit. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Which, I, I don't know what that says about me, that my two funniest moments of this episode are people just screaming in pain. I don't know, I just think you like to pull women's hair. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. Scariest, creepiest, or grossest moment. Which just happened about three seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> Discovering Brandon likes to pull women's yeah. hair? The, uh, um, uh, for me, it's the fairy tale bears. Three bears. Yeah, the Goldilocks getting taken out, yeah. man. That was, actually, that was actually pretty scary. Yeah, because like, oh, they turn into these like, jolly bears until these vicious... Killers, <laughs> she can't get out. I'm like, oh shit! That's, yeah, it was actually pretty good. Yeah. The, uh, it was good suspense, and then also to the dolphin, the dolphin thing when they were walking out. I was like, this is actually yeah. pretty suspenseful. Yeah, that's my pick. It was a really good use of silence, and it, it was a very unusual moment in a Treehouse Horror episode. Mm. But the um, the sound design really made that scene. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Eh, no, no scary <laughs> moment for you, sir. No. Suspenseful. Nothing gross. Eh. Fine. Uh, All right. Uh, least favorite segment. First one. Yeah, my, I'm gonna go with the yeah. first one. Yeah. Unfortunately, that, was... that that's the oh, odd man. Ghost Dad. Ghost Dad. Oh yeah. Ghost Dad. 
Yeah, I think we're all unanimous on the worst one. Yeah. The um, I, again, I'm gonna go back to what I said at the beginning of this podcast is it's gonna be really forgettable. Yeah. Um, yeah. Favorite segment. Dolphins. Third yeah. one. For me. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the third one. The yeah. I really dug the second one, but like the third one just seemed to have a re- it had everything in it. It was suspenseful. It was. Um, it had a little bit of gore, it had some laughs, it had some tension, it had everything that it needed to have. It's really close between two and three for me, but for the same reasons that you just listed, I'm going with three. Rock and roll. Zach? Yeah. Three. Nice, we're yeah. unanimous. So we're, you, you, we are unanimous Indeed. on both the worst and the best of the episode. So yeah, that was Simpsons Treehouse of Horror 11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was an unusual trio of stories this time. I think it was a, a, a very forgettable first one and two, good, and two yeah. good ones. That would be my assessment of it. And I didn't really care for the Kane and Kodos bit. Yeah, it was lazy. Yeah, that one felt very lazy. Most of the Kane and Kodos bits do feel just like they're thrown in there. Like, they don't feel... It's nah. almost like a contractual obligation. It, it yeah. really does feel like, like that. Like, whenever they work them in... I mean, so far, whenever they've been worked into an actual story, oh, it's they're great. Worked. Yeah, they're great. When they actually fit in them, like the last one with the Jerry Springer knockoff, yeah. like, that was good. Yeah. They could have had their moment, though. The Old Navy bit wasn't funny. Or it's like if they're... In, or if they're just in there quickly as like a little cameo, but just like a cutaway during the story, they're a little amusing. But that one was just, it literally just felt like they wrote the episode, realized they weren't in there, and then wrote that. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, yeah. It was the, the quintessential shoehorn. Yeah. So, uh, Simpsons Trios of Horror 11, decent trio of stories, unusual, um, but worth watching, I think. Yeah. So that's it for today. Uh, don't forget to hit that subscribe button, that like button, and follow us at Midwest Horror Network on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Slasher. And of course, please uh, press that little bell so you can get notified every time we have a new episode of one of our many programs, which include Living Nightmares, which is our narrative show where we Go ahead and show uh, real-life experiences that have happened to people that are very horrifying. Um, and, of course, check out our awesome show, The Screaming Room, uh, where we go ahead and watch, react, and discuss to some lesser-known horror movies. And, of course, check out Zachamus Decimus Meridius's awesome show, Let's Play a Game, where Zach plays some awesome horror video games and reacts to them. Thank you very much. Tell your aunts, brothers, sisters, uncles, best friends all about our show. We appreciate you listening, and we will uh, talk with you on the next episode of Treehouse of Horror. Happy October 11th.